0: Beautiful act. Oh, I love that act. It's really beautiful, really beautiful. I, I love that act. It's a huge responsibility and sometimes it's a headache. But it's nice. It's nice as well. For experience, it's cool. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. what's <laughs> well, the problem? What's wrong? Nothing wrong. So
1: this is really nice, and for me, it's nice. Welcome to the Theatre Art Life podcast, and hello. We're putting the spotlight on those who create live entertainment around the globe, the culture creators and the backstage masters. My name is Anna Robb.
2: And my name is Anna Aguilera. On this episode, we will be talking about circus life and what it is to be a globe
1: of that writer with Antonio Silva. Antonio was born in a circus in Brazil. His father was a flying trapeze artist and his father a dancer. They also had a double wheel of death act together. For over 12 years, Antonio has been working as a globe writer for Bremer Circus in Brazil, Great Moscow Circus in Australia, Dresdenham Wainetz Circus in Germany, Top Gear Live in England, and most recently the Dubai Shopping Festival and La Pearl by Drogon. Welcome to the show, Antonio. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you before we get into some questions. So tell us about your life and your career.
0: I'm a rider as well. As a circus performer, I do other things as juggling and whip acting, like a cowboy acting and clown, little circus thing, you know. As you said, I was born in Brazil, circus family, grew up at the circus. So it's a kind of different life. For a normal person who lives in the town,
1: and did you go to did you go to school, or did you tour with the circus and get schooled on the tour?
0: Well, this is very funny because in Brazil is different than Europe or Australia, where I have been and I saw how it is. In Australia or Europe, they have the school at the circus. There's one van, where is uh, especially for the school for the kids who lives in the circus. But in Brazil, we don't have that. So we have to go to the public school. And it's it's weird because we changed. We was used to change the school every two, three, four weeks. Wow. So we got to, to the new school every town where the Circus was going, you know. So it was nice because we made a lot of friends. I say we because everyone who lives this life here still today. And also is was really hard because every school, they stood some specific thing in that time of the year. So when I was getting what they was studying, I had to change and get something new and always like that. So also I was an attraction when I got the first day in the school, every town, every town was, was funny. Like, ah, oh, we have here uh, a new student. And he works in the circus, and every kid, oh, he's from the circus, and they start to to talk like very low and to each other it was really funny. all the time was like that. So some of them made bullying as well. Some of them came straight to me to be my friend, and it was different, it was different. But for me, it was okay because I was used. I had no other choice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. But I think that, you know, that would have been a lot for a kid to deal with, changing school every few weeks. And like you said, no continuity with the curriculum or friendships. But did you have a few people that went along with you in the circus that were that were continually your friends in terms of kids?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Still today is really, uh, I don't know how to say it, maybe the steam but here where the town where I, my moms live now, she lives in one beach place here in south of Brazil. And exactly this place, we, I have one one friend from my childhood. he's He's living here. He left the circus as well, uh, like my mom. And he lives here. And we have another friend who was working with me like ten years ago in one circus in Brazil. No, more than, yeah, 10 years ago, something like that. He also lives here, so it's really how we all of us got here, you know, in this town. In the town is, is really small.
1: <laughs> You're all back together right now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's
2: like living in North Carolina. It's so small, but you run into all kinds of people around here. <laughs>
0: But just for make clear, I still work with circles and shows and these things. I'm here just because this pandemic thing going around. I'm going back soon. But my mom, she already she already stopped. She's like retired and she's living here now.
1: So you should must have a, a an amazing sort of view of the world having lived in a childhood like that and then I guess you've lived or worked all your life
0: in performance,
1: right? You've done nothing else?
0: Yes, all my life performing, all my life. Uh, I, know, I know how to do other things, like if I need to stay in the town, I can do things we learned in the circus, like uh, drive a truck or – welding these things you know it's a circus life we we learn this because we have to do manutenction and maintenance these things but i don't see myself in it you know yet not yet maybe when i get older i can i can think about but yeah so far circus life performing on stage and that's it for now
2: So have you ever imagined living just like a normal life with normal people going to the office and what that would be like?
0: Well, I do. I do think, but not on on the office, not inside one room or something like that all the day in the computer or something like that. No way. But I do think like uh, when I get older, open maybe a workshop to fix bikes or cars or anything or something where I can work on the streets, like driving, something like that. But I don't know if I'm going to be all my life in the circus. We don't know. But I can see myself doing that. But not in the room, not in the computer.
1: Of all the disciplines that you know in the circus in terms of juggling and etc., cetera, uh, mottos, what's your favourite discipline? Do you have a favourite or you don't
0: like to bounce around? Well, what about what I do, my favorite is the globe, of course. I do other things, juggling, as I told, clowning these things. But my favorite is the bikes, which is my main one. But about circus acts, I have my favorite one, but I don't do that, which is flying trapeze. It's beautiful act. Oh, I love that act. It's really beautiful, really beautiful. I, I love that act. My father was flying trapezer. And every time I watch, I see, like, my God, this is so nice. But I never had the opportunity to learn this, you know? After grow up, I never had the opportunity to learn flying trapeze. But after Globe, which I also love, I love Globe of Death and the Bikes in the Cage, it's really nice, but philanthropy also is my favourite act.
1: So explain to the listeners who are not circus people, what exactly is the Globe of Death Act and what, what do you do in it?
0: Well, the Globe of Death Act is like a few places they change the name. as a cage of steel, ball of steel, like in France they call a ball of steel. is one cage in shape of a ball. A sphere and inside a motorbike, ride. Like one bike, two bike, three bikes. Depends how big is the globe. So this is the the act. I think everyone heard about that, probably.
1: Oh, not everybody. Only the circus people. Really? No, I'm sure there's people out there that don't know what it is. But most just to explain, because most times I've seen it, it's always the same rate way, right? That the bottom comes out and you hop in the bottom and then it goes up. Or like is there other ways that it, it happens?
0: No, no, no. The traditional way is just a, the, the big ball, mm-hmm. which the door, when little door opens, to allow the bike to go in. Mm-hmm. And that's it. This is the traditional. And also there is the split globe, which the globe split. A little lower of the middle, the globe splits and the bottom part goes down most of the time. And there is also another another style where the globe splits on the top and the bottom. And also there is another one which the globe splits on the vertical. Is it right to say vertical? Mm-hmm. Both sides up, up, it splits, and the bikes have to keep looping, 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 you know? So it's also another kind. There's a few different ways. But the main one is the traditional... Closed one, just just the cage, no split, nothing, and the bike's right inside. Have you done all of them? Most of them. I just didn't the looping one, the vertical.
1: I, it's terrifying for me because I have this moment where you know when. It's the lapel one that drops out from the bottom, right? And you keep yes. driving on the top. Yes. And I think about the contingency plan if something goes wrong, because as a show caller, I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> so whenever I look at that, I'm just like, how do they deal with the problems? But <laughs> it's a scary act.
0: So that's why it's nice because yeah. it's a danger. You know, yeah. something can happen anytime. We have a plans to to try to, to solve. Something when happen, but sometimes happens too fast and we can't do anything, you know? So there is the risk.
2: So communication trust. Is there a leader when it's more than one? Is there one that is going to tell what to do? How do you plan all that?
0: Well, normally every act they have a a captain, which is the leader. And almost every act. So where I have been, every act has one leader, and the leader is like who gives the speed. We follow each other, and the leader is who start the tricks and finish the tricks. We just follow each other. We follow the leader actually in the globe. Yeah, we should have a big trust to each other and also to the leader because it's a it's a teamwork. You know, it's not only one bike. It's not only. One person is always minimum four, always four, five. (laughs) So we have to trust each other and everyone has to know what to do. And basically they they are professional. They they know how it works and how the tricks work. So most of the accidents is about a fail on the bike or a fail on the prop is really hard uh, a crash about uh, human mistake yes and the captain is always who who give the rules and it's not only about inside the globe It's also about outside maintenance what time you are going to check bikes everything you know if the the, the rider is sleep well to work like one rehearsal 10am 11am so if someone's not good the captain is who Goes to the manager and say, look, something's wrong, we need this, we need that, or solve any problem, it's always the captain always the leader to do that. What type of bike do you ride in the globe? In the globe, the best bike is the off-road one, 125 to 150 CC. That's the best bike. As as lighter is the bike, better it is. Right.
2: Do you guys get like certification or like do you just to do the maintenance and know the shape of your bike. Of course, you know your bikes, but if you turn up to a gig and they provide the bikes, how do you make sure that they're in well in a good conditions for you to, to ride and how to fix if anything is not good?
0: Well, as in the circus, uh, when we get the bikes, normally we get new bikes, or if not, we take to the workshop to do a professional check it. And they check everything and what have to be done, they, they repair and bring the bike back to us. So basically what's happened, when we have a, a little problem between shows, we can fix because most of the riders, they know how to fix his own bike with a small issue. But when we have something bigger, normally also we got a spare bike so we just go there get the spare bike and use instead of the bad one and as soon as possible we take to the shop to fix as a normal street bike you know it's like that but when we can we fix
2: have you been both the leader and the one following the leader
0: i have been both of them <laughs>
2: and, and how is it do you like, what do you like best
0: I prefer to follow the leader because it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility and sometimes it's a headache. But it's nice. It's nice as well. For experience, it's cool.
1: How much do you have to rehearse with your team before it becomes an act? Like say you have a new group of people that come together, a group of five or a group of four. How long is it before you find each other's rhythm and can do the act? Is it a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a month?
0: This is funny because it depends a lot of how long we have to to rehearsal. How When's the show open? <laughs> when the show open. Exactly, that's the main one. Uh, how long we have to <laughs> rehearsal Also, depends uh, the experience of the riders as well. When I went to Australia second time, I have been twice in Australia. When I went to second time, we went to do a six-bikes act. And we got the act in two days. Rehearsal. In two days we rehearsing, we did the act. We was ready to go because we had all the day to, to rehearsal. We had good bikes and we had good riders as well. So we, fi- we figure out really quick this act. But when, uh, like, first time I went to Dubai, we had really bad bikes, <laughs> really bad club, and, like, two so-so riders. So we took like a week, uh, nearly ten days to to make that happen. So this depends a lot the quality of everything and the time we have.
2: You say ten days is this full days? Like you're eight ten hours on the globe? How how do you no. split? How do you take your rests?
0: No, no, no. We we rehearsal like maximum two hours because we get really tired. Looks easy? Ah, just sit on the bike and that's it. No is is the tension is 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 a lot is huge, so we get tired so we have to rehearse for like two hours in the morning we can do and two three hours in the afternoon is what we can do if we do more, this becomes danger you know
2: how do you stay fit uh both and now now that there's a long break but also to. To be able to be spinning fast and be upside down and holding the bike and all like, how do you stay fit?
0: How I stay fit? Well, I take care of myself. First place, I I try to to keep uh shape in, in my shape in good shape. Uh, is hard when you are not working. When you are just at home, is hard. But I try. Uh, luckily, here in my town, the All the gyms, they are open. So I'm going to the gym every morning, except today, because Sunday. (laughs) So this is how we do. But now if I'm going to a new act, I'm going to take like two weeks to get strength again, to get strength. Because this is something we don't get. In the gym, we don't get working out. We don't. We don't get. It's, it's really weird because we just get riding. Uh, this strength to to hold for longer, you know, and be able to not get tired after the act and these things. So only riding, we can get strength to do that.
1: And so you did the Globe of Death act in La Pearl, the the show La Pearl in Dubai. What was the show that
0: you did in Australia? Both times I have been to Australia, I went to Moscow, Great Moscow Circus, my, my Michael Edgley one. Yeah, both times was with the same company. It was a different circus, but the company was the same.
1: And so do you like Brazil or Australia, which is your where's your favorite place that you've been?
0: this is a silly question
1: why is it a silly question
0: (laughs) for me it's like uh, not silly but it's a a prank question for me because I'm from Brazil I was born here is my country I love my country but Australia for me is the best (laughs) if I could choose some some place to live was to be Australia I have been to America I have been to many places in Europe so I have been to Dubai. I know every place there. But if I have to choose somewhere for me to stay, I would choose Australia, not Brazil. I would choose Australia.
1: Well, being Australian, I'm very happy to hear that. Because
0: <laughs> I would be really happy as well. <laughs> Your place is really nice. I have been there during four years working in Australia, and I uh-huh. I found love for that country. Everything is like... Uh, lifestyle is really free people walk on the street Mm -hmm. with no shoes and nobody cares, you know, so (laughs) when I got there yeah, when I got there first time I was like oh, people go to the mall like this and nobody cares, nobody cares, (laughs) What the problem what's wrong nothing wrong, so this is really nice, for me it's nice Uh, this lifestyle people have in Australia, you know also the weather there is nice most of the time all, most of the towns is around the beach so i really like that place
2: What would you say is the favorite thing your favorite thing about your job
0: My favorite thing about my job is working hours <laughs> firstly because normally when we have to rehearse we do in the afternoon and the show is at night so it's okay. We don't have to. You're
1: not
0: a morning person? I am, but for myself, not for work. You know, I like to wake up early and do my, my stuff, do my, my things, go to the gym or whatever I have to do in the morning. And afternoon is for work for me. It's like when Anna knows that when we went to La Perle, it was like that. We start to work like minimum 2 p.m. So it's great, actually. And also, other thing I really like about my job is always be traveling. Like, today I'm here, tomorrow I'm there, and after tomorrow I'm there. And except when we get a a house show, like a resident show, as La Perle, we stay in the same place, but always we had a time to travel. Always. So also circus life, always you are here, tomorrow you are in another town. And this is this is really cool. I like that. And that's your
1: normal anyway, because you grew up like that, right?
0: Yes, it's my normal anyway. So it's
2: cool. <laughs> and if you could change anything from the industry or how circus works or how live entertainment works or how
0: the, I don't know,
2: your actors is put together, what would you change?
0: I <laughs> I don't know exactly, but I would change. If we could do something less danger, maybe I would change if we could, but it's impossible. And also, I don't know exactly. For me, it's fine the way it is, you know. I would change, like, more offers, more places to go, more... More options to work. I would do that if I could. Is what I would like to to change in the industry. You could become a producer. Maybe why not? Or a stage manager.
1: Yeah, make your own show. Make your own shows. And how do <laughs> by the? How do you find the next gig? I mean, obviously, it's right now. It's a difficult time because of the coronavirus situation, but, like, how do you promote yourself as a, as a performer given that you're quite multi-skilled and, and and there's lots of shows or jobs or circuses around the world? How do you find yourself in them?
0: Well, I promote myself as a club rider, firstly, because it's my main one, and I promote by my CV and the place where I have been and the doors I left open to to work again and i promote myself like this way you know yes as a professional i promote my myself as a professional
1: probably it's a very niche job too by the way so i guess there's not a, there's not like 200 300 globe writers around the world right so there's probably only how many people would do this job how many people would be call themselves a globe writer do you know that
0: i have no idea but we are not much Anyway, <laughs> but for the industry, we are enough so far. Yeah. So far we are, we are enough, but we are not many. You know, sometimes uh, if you need a globe rider for last minute, it's not really easy to find. But you can find uh, if you give them a little more time. But yeah, we, we have plenty of work to, to do and not enough yet but we we can do that. Do you have anything to add, Antonio? I just want to thank you. I want to say thank you for the invitation. And it was a pleasure to be here and explain a bit more about this different life, which is the Circus life. Thanks so much.
1: We really appreciate you joining us for today's uh, interview, Antonio. It was really really lovely to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, nice to see you.
0: (laughs) Nice to see you too.
2: Please write our review on our podcast, whatever you listen to your podcast, and let your friends know about us. You can learn more about Theatre Art Live by visiting our website at www.theatreartlife.com. And you can also follow us on social media and leave your questions and comments on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, or YouTube. We want to thank David Zayer for composing the music for our podcast and Michelle Shirata, who is our sound engineer. We are your hosts, Anna and Anna, and this is the Theatre Art Life podcast, where we put the spotlight on those who create live entertainment around the world.